dining with Dills. You're dining with Dills. Dining with Dills. You're gonna get your delicious meal. Yeah, dining with Dills. It's all. It's all good. It's Peter Dills. It's Dining with Dills. It's a little bit after 5 o'clock on a beautiful Sunday afternoon here in Orange County. Unlike some other shows that claim to be live and local, we are definitely live and local. And I'll repeat, it's Peter Dills, AM830 KLAA. We're live here at Angel Stadium, as we are most weekends. Uh, Good news is that uh, we're here at 5. That's the day I like to be here because... Honestly, there's not so much traffic on the freeway. Uh, Saturdays kind of suck, but Sunday uh, we are here. Next week we'll be back on Saturday. But looking up at the schedule starting in January, I can promise, I can attest, I'll put my right hand over my heart. Sundays at 5 will be our time together. Um, Yeah, that's right. Oh, the lovely Alejandro. Can you trill your R's? Alejandro. Is here. He's the engineer. He's the one that's responsible for playing those wonderful commercials for us. Hey, you know, in a perfect world, we wouldn't have any commercials, but you know what? We got to have commercials. But we make our stuff fun here. Uh, we're going to have a good time. We're here till six o'clock. We are going to talk about wine in about 10 minutes. A good friend, a great friend of mine is here. He traveled up from the, the wine region of Temecula to join us and uh, we're virtually drinking wine in the studio because we know the rules are engaged that we're not supposed to be drinking wine in the studio. So if you don't mind, we'll be pretending to be smelling and looking at the legs rolling down the glass. Leroy Guilford is here. Uh, I met Leroy as the RV guy. That goes way back. That goes way back. You're the RV guy. Um, but now you're the wine dude, and we'll talk to you, and uh, we'll have some fun. I got a trivia question. I got a couple of trivia questions, and 714-2830-830-714-2830-830. Leroy does a show um, in the IE, which we have a ton of listeners, and he calls it Wine Country Talk Radio. And he talks about wine for an hour each week, uh, beginning in the the new year, but one thing I'm always perplexed or always laughing about is that my, you, my loyal listeners, will call and say, or, or, or text me or email me and say, I don't give out the phone numbers enough. You know, you don't give out the phone numbers enough. How do we know how to get a hold of you? 714-2830-830-714-2830-830. Before the show, I was over across the street at the uh, the brand new Carl Strauss beer pub i guess it's a pub and and they just opened up right across the street from angel stadium and i was talking to a couple listeners over there yes they they knew who we were and he mentioned to me that um you know hey you know it's you're the food guy you don't talk enough about restaurants maybe you could do a thing where you tell people where you've dined in the last week. All right, I'll tell you where I've been in the last week. Yesterday, I went to Musso and Frank's in Hollywood. Musso and Frank's, very, very um, famous old school restaurant. Um, guys are wearing these jackets that, well, they're green and red. I figured out they're wearing them for um, 
for the Christmas season, holiday season, Christmas season. I, it's my show. I get to call it Christmas. Um, but one thing I thought was um, unique about uh, Musso and Franks is that it, besides it being there for 100 years, uh, the, 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 the food quality was very good. I, I'm not going to say that it was outstanding. The crab bisque was $8, $9 for a cup. Um, I felt that it was it was good, but not something overly like, oh, my God, I have to drive from Anaheim to Hollywood to go to Musso and Frank's. Um, I had the French dip sandwich um, previously at uh, Philippe's in downtown L.A. For $8, you could pretty much get the same thing, but maybe we're comparing apples and oranges here. But so, uh, the, to answer the question, where have I been dining? Musso and Frank's. Uh, crab bisque, uh, French dip sandwich. I had, oh, I had, you got to, when you go to Musso and Frank's, you have to have a martini. You've got to get a martini with the sidecar. Do you guys know? I have two lovely people in the studio with me. They're just chomping at the bit ready to. Yeah, I, yeah, I <laughs> to, to uh, I'm more to, of a wine guy, but what kind of martini? I mean, well, a dry martini with an olive in it? Or an what? olive you and know, an onion. And then you get what's called a sidecar. Do you know what a sidecar is? So that's where you have the little side pour on top, yep. right? It, supposedly. Yeah, they do that with margaritas all the time, you know. I've, I've never had a sidecar with a margarita. Oh, yeah. Sidecar is good. So yeah. uh, Musso and Franks does it. The Smokehouse in Burbank does it. And, yeah, it's just basically it's supposedly supposedly what's left over from when the guy shakes it. Okay. You know, Alejandro, if I should have told you that I was going to be talking about martinis so that you could find a soundbite of a martini being shaken, right? All right. Is so, he that fast? He's pretty good. <laughs> Alejandro is my favorite. He's good. You know, these days with the Internet, you can cheat, too. Oh, he's, oh well, yeah. Well, we, you know, we, Leroy, I don't know what you do with your show, but we bribe our listeners to, to listen. I've got gift cards to give away. So today... Well, no, I then I would be giving away the answer. 714-2830830. 714-830830. I asked our guest before the show started, Virginia's here as well, by the way. Leechon. What is a leechon? L E C H O N. A leechon. Something to do with pigs. You just gave away the answer. Okay. Ay ay ay, Leroy. <laughs> Leroy? She's new to this whole thing. All right. Okay, well, so. We're going to have to come up with another trivia question. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, today, December, 20, uh, December 18th, is National Suckling Pig Day. Uh, ancient recipes of suckling pig date back to the Roman and Chinese cuisine. Suckling pig, this was the trivia question right here, by the way. Suckling pig is also known as lichen, a pork dish that is a national dish of the Philippines and Puerto Rico. Uh, in Asia, suckling pig is eaten for important parties such as weddings. European countries enjoy the goose. Oh, I like goose. You guys like goose? I do like goose. I, I like to play that game, duck, duck, goose. I like that. Right, and then you get to eat the goose. Uh, European countries enjoy goose with their suckling pig dish. These are two are often served traditionally for Christmas. In the United States, suckling pig is a traditional dish in Cajun cuisine, especially during, oh gosh, I can't even say this word, Cochin Dala Festival, where suckling pigs are roasted. 
Um, it reminds me more of a Cuban dish. Have you guys ever been to like a party and they and they they cook the yeah, and you get the little cherry on the nose or is yeah, that, no, that's a crab apple, isn't it? Yeah, they they, put, yeah. yeah, and then they 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 basically uh, go in the backyard and well, they have wooden boxes now that they they used to bury the pig and then put the uh, the coals in just basically the dirt, but now they get wooden boxes and they cook them in these wooden boxes, which um, are um, are good. When we get there later, we'll have to talk about wild boar. That's kind of a pick, right? Since yeah. we were talking about restaurants, we're going to talk about down yonder. So. Yep. Okay. Uh, in 1965, in this date in history, Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass Band are number one on the charts with the song. Okay, that will be the trivia question. Okay, now what year was that? Okay, 1965. Now, so whoever's listening right now, you have, you're going to have to be a little bit older. Uh, in 1965. Since I'm an old DJ, I don't get to answer, do I? Well, no, you don't get to answer. Do you want me to show you? And don't, <laughs> don't, no, don't, don't yell it out. I answer before I look at it. So I, do I, you know I, that I one? had it right. Yes. Okay. I can even see the album cover in my mind's eye. All right. So Herb Alpert. And AM Records. So. Yep, that's right. That's Herb right. Alpert and T1 and Brass are number one on this date in history. What was the name of the song, and that your gift would be, or your prize would be, either you can get your choice of a $35 gift card to Philippe's, or, oh, I still have a Sunday brunch for two in Hemet at uh, Los Vaqueros. That's kind of near where yeah, you hang I, your hat. I, yeah, You've I, been to Hemet? I'm, I'm on the west end of Hemet. Yeah, I know Hemet, what that place is. Yeah. Los Vaqueros, yeah, 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 the yeah. best Mexican food. And you go in there and you get... In the IE. Have you ever had, they, they do... Um, calamari as a steak yes i've had it oh my gosh and yes. um what else have i had in there anyway it's a good spot and if you want to go you get your choice uh lunch brunch for two at los vaqueros or 35 bucks to uh, felipe's and 35 dollars to felipe's will get you plenty to eat i can tell you that so as i mentioned uh before we go to break we're going to come back with my good friend leroy guilford and a little bit later we're going to talk to my friend other friend deb from smart and final she's going to give us an update on everything that's happening in smart and final you know we have christmas coming up and i haven't even mentioned anything about christmas has everybody got have have you all gone out and done all your shopping I haven't done anything. No, because I am the wine guy, I do have to interject this. The number one wine consumption day in the United States is Thanksgiving. But Christmas I comes close. I did not know that. Yeah, that's right. Christmas comes close. What would be the number one champagne sparkling wine uh, day? Oh, my gosh. Well, that would probably have to be New Year's. I mean, that's like Eve, a no-brainer, right? right? So It's got okay. to be New Year's yeah. Eve. For, um, I, and I don't know that officially, though, but I would imagine that's an easy one. So. Uh, uh, yeah. Guacamole is Super Bowl, Super Bowl Sunday. That would make sense, yeah. You know, And you were telling me something about bottles of wine, how many? Oh, okay. Well, in Southern California, if we define it geographically, so if you take the L.A. County borderline and extend it all the way across to Nevada and take everything geographically south all the way to the Mexican border. 87 million gallons of wine annually are consumed and go, well, that doesn't mean anything. Okay, so let's turn it into a 750 milliliter bottle like you usually are used to think of a bottle of wine. That's about a, just shy of a half a billion bottles of wine are bought and consumed annually in Southern California as we defined it. That's a lot of wine. Thank goodness. You know, so it's a good place for a guy like Peter Dills and Leroy Guilford to do shows about food and wine, you know, because 
we're like the number one market in the world. Yeah, I, I would believe so. But oh man, now we're talking about stats. <laughs> per I, I think Germany per capita capita is beer, but. For wine, I would guess it would be France. France is still on a per capita. So if people are not used to that term, that means how much each individual drinks. Now, it won't surprise anybody. Do you know what the number one per capita market of consumption is in the United States? Say that one more time. They spend lots of money there. Okay. Minnesota. No, no. They spend lots of your and my money there. China. <laughs> Washington, D.C. Oh. Oh, <laughs> That's it's like it's like 26 or 27 bottles per capita annually. Now, if you take all the people that never drink wine, that means that per capita number is probably way up much above that. And it's usually spent our money, you know, from taxes on yeah. that wine. I'm, 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 I'm putting it together <laughs> now, why and how, and because, yeah, the lobbyists and the, yeah. the politicians. They, but we don't, we're not allowed to talk about politics on Dining with Dills. Well, but we're not talking politics. We're, we're just talking about wine consumption. Long-standing <laughs> tradition that we're not allowed to talk about. Oh, Zsa Zsa Gabor died today. That's horrible. Oh. Boy, she had a good life, 99 years. Wow. Green Acres. Yeah. Remember Green Acres? She must Acres? have drank a lot of wine. Yeah, too. Did Darling, you, she drank a lot of wine. So, wasn't, didn't they have, that's it now. Wasn't the spinoff of that where they had Mr. Green Jeans? Wasn't he part of that show? I don't Some know. Time. Okay. Well, we're going to take a break. <laughs> Let's do the trivia question one more time before we go uh, take the break. It's um, and, Peter and Dills. Virginia Dining doesn't Dills. get the answer. No, please don't. 714-2830-830. 714-2830-830. This particular song in 1965 was by Herb Albert and his Tijuana Brass Band. It was number one on this day on the charts. What is it? Give us a call. They can cheat and Google. Oh, they do it all the time. 714-2830-830. I can tell you that as an old DJ. 714-2830-830. 830-KLAA. When you really want Italian food by now, you know you've got to go to Columbo's. And when you want to bring in the New Year's right, it's Columbo's Italian Steakhouse and Jazz Club, Colorado Boulevard, Eagle Rock. There's a reason Columbo's is known as that little neighborhood place you wish was down the street from you. It's because Columbo's does it right. And for New Year's, they pull out all the stops. Great jazz, scrumptious steaks and fish specialties, your favorite libations, Columbo's family recipe Italian treats, and don't forget the meatballs, Columbo's for New Year's, of course. 323-254-9138. New Year's resolution number one, call Columbo's. 323-254-9138. And start the new year right. Columbo's. Manja. All right, so I'm out at Los Vaqueros Cantina and Grill in Hammond. I took the drive, and Ray, the GM, has put a feast in front of me. Ray, what have you served today? Well, we have a delicious ribeye steak prepared carne asada style. We have enchilada suizas, which is chicken. Uh, we have camarones puerta vallarta, which is a shrimp and a delicious tequila, orange juice, pineapple juice sauce. 
papacitos, which are uh, tater tots with uh, jalapeno wrapped in bacon, served with some ranch for the dipping. And homemade tortillas. I came by myself. There's no way I could eat it all by myself. I mean, it's a testimony to you, but you've been here since it's opened like 16 years ago, and you're eating your food. Oh, yeah. I know what really comes out of the kitchen, and I eat it, the employees eat it, my family will drive an hour to come and eat this food. In a great atmosphere, too, <laughs> because it is really great. The number one Mexican restaurant in the Inland Empire, Los Vaqueros Cantina and Grill in Hemet. You have got to get to Gladstones, smack dab in the middle of Southern California in the thriving little hamlet of Long Beach overlooking the Queen Mary. Gladstones. Why? Well, seeker of wisdom, truth, and gustatorial delights, the mere fact that you honor the world with your magnificent presence is reason enough to revel with abandon in the freshest and most tantalizing provisions from the fertile plains and the briny deep at Gladstones. Feed your happy little face, mouth-watering laughter from the seven seas. Clam chowder so delicious, George Washington would swim the ocean for. Salmon so scrumptious, it might kiss you. Specials every day, and all at a price that won't bust the budget. Yes, I'm talking to you. It's the just reward for you being you. You have got to get to Gladstones, smack dab in the middle of Southern California in the thriving little habitat of Long Beach overlooking the Queen Mary. Gladstones! Hi, I'm Ryan Kessler of your Anaheim Ducks. Happy holidays from all of us at Anaheim Ducks Hockey and Ducks Radio AM 830 KLAA. I don't want to be outdone by Ryan Kessler of the Ducks. I want to wish everybody a happy, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. That's what it is. That's Happy Holidays here from Dining with Dills, AMA 30KLAA. Phone number is 714-2830-830-714-2830-830. It's a beautiful Sunday here. We're live from Anaheim Stadium. And just a reminder, next Saturday, we're here again. But the good news, as I mentioned, I know a lot of you just tuned in. We're getting our Sunday at 5 p.m. time slot back. We're, uh, hey, let's just be honest with you. It's hard to move around on a radio show and people find where you're at when you keep moving around. Mm-hmm. Leroy Guilford is here, is uh, representing. Are you representing Chapin Family Vineyards? Or are you here well, just Well, there's to a kinda... couple things. Um, you know, I've been stomping around in Temecula for about 20 years. Get it? Stomping around? Get I it. have. I, you know. Well, what drew you to uh, my guest today is Leroy Guilford. Um, what what drew you to Temecula? Actually, living out in the Inland Empire, I moved out from Anaheim about gosh, almost 30 years ago and fell in love with wine country literally before I fell in love with wine. So in the early, middle 90s, I used to go cruising around, loved the vineyards. And my kids at the time were you know, kind of mid-teenage and we would go to brunch at one, one, one at that time what was Culbertson's now Thornton's restaurant, uh-huh. and uh, they're like, "Oh my God, we got to go on a Sunday drive with Dad again." <laughs> and we'd literally go driving through the vineyards, and I uh, wasn't much of a wine drinker at the time. Fell in love with the wine, and then uh, little by little, I went, "Well, you know what? Somebody ought to, somebody ought to actually talk about all these wines on the internet." And I actually launched a website that used to sell. It's defunct now, but you sell all the wines from about 2004 up to about 2010. And you know, I got to know everybody and all their stories, and 
I became the go-to guy for Southern California wines and launched a radio show to talk about them. So. I remember Culbertsons. You know, they, they yeah, it's Mel Thornton. Sp- yeah. they, they did a sparkling mm-hmm. wine there, right. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do they did all the, the, the classic, you know, aged in the bottle style, you know, do the second fermentation and still do quite a job about that, too. So, Now, the Temecula is kind of the still hidden gem. Because a lot of people, I think of balloons, you know, hot air balloons. Yeah, got the, well, we've got the balloon festival that happens uh, the first weekend of June every uh-huh. year, and it's become more of a beer fest these days. Oh, really? Yeah, uh-huh. You would probably like that. I like. Well, know, I like well, wine. You got lots of wine and lots of beer and lots of food and all kinds of concerts these days too, which makes it a lot of fun. So, How many yeah, there's about about fifty wineries scattered out throughout the valley now. That's what take I was a, just going to ask yeah. you. See, see, he has his own show, and I don't have to ask him these questions. I'm supposed to ask you the questions, and he just jumps ahead and says, oh, we've got about 50. How did you know I was going to ask that? So our trivia question by Herb Alpert and Tijuana Brass was number one on this date in 1965. What was the name of the song? Not the album, the song. Right. Can, can I give that as a... As a sure. A, a, okay, so we're going to give folks a little trivia help. Okay, so the album was called Rip cream and other delights and, and you know this she had a beautiful lady on the cover covered up by whipped cream and you know this because because i used to own that album and i uh-huh. used to play it on the radio too yeah. so and when you're a dj you remember all those kinds of things yeah it's good <laughs> yeah. stuff all djs like you and i do we just become talk show hosts later yeah. on well i've never been a disco <laughs> i could you know i, I when i look, listen to some of these shows <laughs> it's harder to do really what we do than a disc jockey because think about it, the disc jockey just has to say, coming up next, it's Led Zeppelin from 1973, Stairway to Heaven. That's it. And then you and I have to actually delve farther into yeah, what no, we wait do. wait a minute. Back in the days of FM radio on here, and since we're on AM830 out of yeah. Southern California, there was this old underground radio station out of Garden Grove called KTBT Underground 94 and the guys used to get to pull all their own records and play their own songs and I used to go down there and run to the Winchells at the corner buy them coffee and bring it back and they'd let me pull albums for them so that's how I got started so you had to know something about the artists and the records and who produced them and all that kind of fun stuff back in those days because that's why that's why you they got still do. To, so. I mean, when I listen to the show, the, the radio shows, they still they you know they give you they give you the background, but it's just uh, you know we we have to talk for fifteen minutes straight. We don't get it. We don't get a break. <laughs> you know, got to go run and get some water. And uh, but anyway, what? So uh, Temecula, t- tell us where is Temecula? I mean, okay, I know where it so, is. It's off the fifteen. Right, right. But, so so for people in L.A. Orange County, okay. You're going to head out the 91, hit the 15, go straight on down like you're heading to San Diego. And right before you head up over the hill into San Diego County, voila, there's the Temecula Valley. Main drag is Rancho California Road. You get off and head in about a few miles. And all of a sudden you go from city to this gorgeous rolling hills with vineyards and yep. beautiful country. And and uh, now um, just shy, give or take, depends on who you talk to and what they consider official. About 50 wineries now scattered throughout the valley. What, what, what and, population uh, are we looking at now? Cause, in uh, the valley, actually, um, right now it's about 130,000 folks okay. for Temecula, the city proper. If you uh-huh. take in the rest of the valley, though, you know, part of Marietta and other stuff, the numbers get. Now, you, now, dial the clock back to when old Audrey and Vinnie Slurzo planted their first grapes in 1968. And uh, this is Vinnie Slurzo at his best. You know, when we planted our grapes, there were only 350 people in Temecula. There were actually more horses than there were people. Whoops. 
The um, yeah, Temecula. I'm looking at this uh, brochure that you brought me. That's the map of the valley. Yes. Okay. So yeah. some of your favorite spots to go to, Leroy. Well, well, I have to be. You know, people. I lay my cards on the table. I, I am very biased because I'm also the tasting manager for Chapin Family Vineyards out by Lake Skinner, and we we That's actually right. are going to pretend to taste a few wines here. We're going to pretend. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna pretend well, to get, taste let's pretend. But but, but, uh, but throw out some. Um, I'm going to throw out some names that I think are the off the beaten path places that, okay. that we send a lot of people back and forth to because everybody knows the big guys. You know, the Wilson Creek and South yeah. Coast and. Thorntons and yeah. all that kind of stuff, but uh, uh, a little more off the beaten path. There's there's two folks that we we send people back and forth with little Plumbo Family Winery, Nick Plumbo and Cindy Plumbo. There, they've been doing wines for about 10, 12 years. Very small hands-on quantity, like we do. Also, Don Lorenzi, Lorenzi Estate, and uh, he's a guy that grew up in the Cucamonga Valley. And he publishes that big, slick magazine everybody looks at when they go in the Inland Empire called Inland Empire Magazine. But he's got quite a little operation there making some pretty yummy wines. And then out on the Deep Portola Wine Trails, they call it, on the backside of the valley. we got a number of new things going on there. Just recently, Robert Renzoni Winery, they were featured in one of the big San Francisco magazines. And uh, we're starting to make a little splash in that realm. And then what I call the Persian Palace. So I'll... Oh, B.J. Faselli and Faselli Cellars, he has this place that literally looks like an old Persian palace he built. And uh, he's a guy really into blended wines, a little lighter in body, uh, blends everything, and um, some fun stuff. Like a little bistro restaurant in there for, you know, Mediterranean-style food and so on. So we got some a lot of fun happening places. If people haven't been out to Temecula Wine Country, don't make the mistake of just staying on the main drag of Rancho California. Right. Head out on, on the... The off the beaten path places too. So Wilson Creek, yeah, I've so. been there. They've got that almond champagne spark, sparkling wine. Right. Well, yeah. Now they call it sparkling wine because they had to change the label. Yeah. Now you know that that's marketed all over the world now. I, I no, I know. I've seen yeah. it at Stater Brothers and Pavilions, yeah. and um, I don't get it. <laughs> Um, I don't what? get it. Some of us don't, but there's a lot of people do. I know. I mean, now, if you got a nickel from every one of those millions of bottles right. sold, would you care? I would love it. <laughs> <laughs> which, which they've been doing. You know, they yeah. came up with the concept and the the patented the the process by which they do the infusions. So, guess what? Do you know how that I is done? To, I do not. I wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't. I'm not a winemaker. Right. I'm, I'm like you. I, I ask questions of winemakers and let them answer. And sometimes I remember the answers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, so, yeah, I, I just I'm thinking it must be some kind of oil or some kind of some way. There's that, an essence, yeah, that yeah. they do inject in the process, yeah, yeah. to give the. But flavor, yeah, so. again, it's 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 everywhere. So they, you know, good yeah. for them to uh, and, and for them to be able to. Uh, Temecula, now, and we were mentioning because you're heard all the way down in San Diego too. Yes, for San Diego, Temecula is a real quick short shoot, and actually, lion's share of the local, uh, you might say, clientele. To Temecula comes from San Diego area, a little lesser to L.A. and Orange County, and then there's a lot of international visitors. But here's what's fascinating. The Temecula Valley, uh, as far as a wine-making percentage of what goes on in California, there's close to, I'm going to give some round numbers, this is about 4,500 wineries scattered across the state of California. You know that less than 1% of those wineries exist in Temecula. They make less than 1% of all the volume of wine produced in California and draw over 12% of all the visitors to wineries across the state. That means of 21 million visitors this past two years ago, 
three million of them went to Temecula. And yet Whoa. we're still unknown by a lot of people. Yeah, because it's accessible. And, yeah, exactly. And, and uh, uh, I was mentioning guacamole, the same thing for the avocados. I think 90% of the guac, uh, the, the avocados are right, right, right there, on the underbelly right there. there. Got it. South, yes, yeah. Uh, know, Fallbrook and across yeah. through the, to the uh, Palma Valley. Yeah. Do you know, it's really fascinating, too. That uh, all of that area, of course, they're under intense competition from imported uh, avocados. And now with the water conditions in mm-hmm. Southern California, the, the average avocado tree takes 400 gallons of water a week. And they drip irrigated wow. this. That is a while. <laughs> so no, you know what? Guess what? Some of them have been just unplugging their avocado trees because the water costs have gotten so high. And they bring the water in from the... You know, from the Colorado River, and it's very salinic, so the, the they've been having a problem with the quality of the water too. So, some of the some of the avocado trees are coming out in favor of guess what, wine grapes, which is okay by me. It's Peter Dills. It's Dining with Dills. <laughs> AMA thirty KLAA. We're talking to Leroy Guilford. We're talking Temecula. We're talking wines. We're talking Chapin family vineyards. We've got to talk barbecue just before we go to break. If you are looking for the world's well. Let's let's come on. If you're looking for some great barbecue, I got a place in Pasadena on the border of Arcadia and Pasadena called Robin's Wood Fire Barbecue. It's on Rosemead, right above the 210 freeway. And I'm not sure if you can smell the smoke from the freeway, but darn it, when you get into the parking lot, you know that uh, you're at the real deal barbecue place, Robin's Wood Fire Barbecue. He's a quirky guy. His name's Robin Salazar. He's only open. Get this. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. He's like the three-day suit broker of barbecue, <laughs> but it's real barbecue. He's got the real—he'll give you a tour, but if you like beef ribs, not all restaurants do beef ribs. Oh, I love um, beef ribs. Oh, I do, too. Oh, my gosh. I should have brought some in for you. You should have. Baby I backs. brought the wine. You should have brought the baby backs. Oh, I know. Beef ribs, baby backs, chicken, hot links. Take it from me. Wherever you're hearing this, get in your car right now. Head over to Pasadena to Robin's wood fire barbecue it's peter dills it's dining with dills we're going to take a quick break when we come back we're going to delve into a wine b wine and a c wine it's peter dills dining with dills radio am 830 kla made in l losing way well out speed eating sunflower seeds drinking lots of carrot juice and soaking over angels radio am 830 for all your parties and celebrations this season, skip the supermarket and head straight to Smart and Final for amazing party supplies, farmer's market freshness, club sizes, and prices up to 25% lower than supermarkets for every meal. Smart and Final's holiday gift card event is going on now. Purchase $125 in selected gift cards, including Kohl's, Lowe's, Regal Cinemas, and more, and you'll get a coupon good for $20 off your next purchase at Smart and Final. See Gift Card Mall for participating cards, details, and restrictions. Offer ends December 20th. It's Peter Dills, and if you like great Mai Tais and a wide range of Hawaiian-inspired food, then I need to tell you about one of my favorite restaurants. It's the Canoe House on Fair Oaks in South Pasadena. Great happy hour and some of the best Mai Tais that I've ever had. The Canoe House is fun. It's exotic. The food ranges from burgers and onion rings to ahi salad with weekly cold beer specials and that Mai Tai that I was telling you about. You can get it at happy hour each and every Monday. Every night is something different. The Canoe House in South Pasadena is a great place for any night of the week and is only a short drive from wherever you're listening to our show. 
It's Peter Dills, and if you've been listening to The Poor Man and I right here on KLAA, you probably heard me giving high praise of Tui's Restaurant in Alhambra, and the praise, it's definitely worth it. Tui's is something for everyone. Wildly popular sweet potato fries, thick shakes, delicious burgers, a range of pastas, and the best lobster rolls this side of Boston. If you go there on any given weekday, you'll probably find me right there at the counter having some of their delicious Athenian chicken. It's Peter Dills. I give Tui's in Alhambra two thumbs up. You know, some combinations were just meant to go together. Burger and fries, washer and dryer, online dating. At State Farm, there's another combination that goes great together, home and auto, as in combining your home and auto insurance with one agent, which leads to another combination, which I like, saving dollars and cents. Your State Farm agent is T.G. Metzger. He's here to help life go right. Combine home and auto and see how much you can save. Call him right now. T.G. Metzger, 626-445-1500. Angels Radio AM 830 KLAA. It's hot in here. Oh, the mics are hot. It's Peter Dills, Diane Dills, AM 830 KLAA. Uh, we're here until 6 o'clock next week. Just a reminder, we are on at 7, but don't worry, don't worry. We're, we're making big deals here. We're going to continue on with the Sunday program at 5 once January. Uh, starts um, at about 5:45. Deb Bell versus Lewis. I know I'm saying that right. From Smart and Final is going to be calling in. We're going to find out everything what's happening with Smart and Final. Um, each guest on Dining with Dills gets to try my nuts, <laughs> and the, the uh, boy are those good. Those are good, aren't they? So those caramel are, and sea salt. Caramel and sea salt. Those are cashews. Those are available mm-hmm. at pavilions in mm-hmm. the produce department. Mm-hmm. And Virginia has mm-hmm. tried my nuts. Yes, I have. From a distance. <laughs> I th- I'm willing to admit it. From afar. And now Leroy is trying. The you know nuts. what? This is a nice snack to go with some wine. Yeah, you like Wh- that? Which one? I wish we, we, we had some we wine. Have, yeah. We have. That's right. We have to pretend. We have right? to pretend that's that's right. that okay. we're drinking wine. Well, let's pretend. The first wine here. Chapin right, so Family, Chap- Chapin family Chapin Vineyards. Family we're out by Lake Skinner, 36084 Summitville Street. And Mr. Steve Chapin is a microbiologist by many degrees for many years in the medical field and transitioned into an incredible farmer first uh-huh. and then winemaker second. Well, of course, they're all farmers, let's hope. Well, in this case, he's got a very green thumb. Okay? Uh-huh. And um, we do a single-sided cordon trellising, which means we have the vines on purpose only produce half as much fruit as what you would find extant or common throughout Southern California and even much of California. So you start with a very small production of fruit, and then you sort through it after you destem them. You don't crush it all up together. You pick out all the little bits and stems and leaves and bugs that typically end up in a full Bordeaux style crush. So we do a, this this uh, very hands on, uh, what is called whole berry carbonic maceration. Okay, which they've been doing in the old world of France for a long time. So I have three of our most premium wines here: Alianico, Montepulciano, and Tenot. Okay, so we're going to start with the Alianico, south part of France. It's very fascinating. All over Europe, wines are typically named and defined by where they come from, not the wine grape itself. However, Alianico, from the very, very southern end of Italy, believed to have been an ancient Grecian grape that they snuck over there sometime many, 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 many moons ago. And uh, there are a lot of similarities between 
things going on in Italy, farming-wise, and our Temecula Valley. So we grow this Elianico, and I would refer to it as Malbec on steroids. So those of you who know Malbec, it's kind of deep, dark, dried cherry notes. Well, this is amped up a bit. How would you describe the climate in Temecula? It's a definite Mediterranean-style climate where we've got about 30 miles from where we are inland Mm -hmm. from the Pacific Ocean. And yet, if you could go as the crow flies over the San Jacinto Mountains, about the same amount of distance from the desert. So we get a seesaw of early morning drainage off the mountains that then sucks desert air with it. And we get warm, toasty, crispy, dry mornings during much of the growing season. And by mid-afternoon, when the deserts heat up, the air rises, creates a vacuum or a low-pressure area, and in through our two little passes in the mountain, the coastal range, which would actually be the bottom end of the Santa Ana Mountains down on the Santa Rosa Plateau. little gap in the, in the mountains there between the uh, Palomar Mountain Range and the Santa Ana Mountains called the Rainbow Gap. Part of it goes between the mountains there and the little Temecula Canyon where the railroad many moons ago used to run through there. And to the Santa Margarita River, which is a combination of the Temecula Creek and Murrieta Creeks, flows out through there. And it literally allows for this gushing, cool, misty air off the ocean to come into our valley in the mid-afternoons and into the evenings and cools everything down, keeps the lid on so we don't get too toasty. And then we get cool, misty nights. Grapes love cool, misty nights, warm, toasty days, and voila, there you have it. Wow. And who do you know this is, um, who... Who discovered Temecula? I mean, is it what's Well, if if you go into farming history in California, Maine wine grape farming did not start up the coast like they like you to believe. It started in Southern California. Father Junipero Serra, 1769, San Diego, then San Juan Capistrano, brought in the Creole grape, which is known as the Mission grape. But by 1830 and 1840 in Los Angeles, that little sleepy Pueblo, all those rolling hills that are now rising buildings, yeah. used to be beautiful verdant vineyards. And uh, up until prior to Prohibition, the Cucamonga Valley, which is you know basically San Bernardino across to Pomona, was the number one wine grape producing region in California all the way up to just prior to uh, the World War II era. That's where everything up the coast really caught fire. Now, they were farming wine grapes starting with the gold rush and all that jazz, but really they came into their fore post-World War II. So real wine grape farming started in Southern California, and there were some inklings of experiments and some inquiries into the Temecula area back then, but never happened because of the logistics of transportation and everything. So it took took uh, Ely Calloway and some other folks mm-hmm. involved with uh, the Brookside Winery out of L.A. and so on, uh, a, a pioneer of ours we just lost recently, John Moramarco, um, planted experimental tracks of grapes in the middle 60s, trying to see, well, could this happen? But it took Audrey and Vinnie Salerzo coming and plunking down, yeah, for 100 acres of land and planted 20 acres of Petit Syrah, 20 acres of Chenin Blanc in 1968, for the purpose of creating wine as a winery, and they are our pioneers. So we're coming up on the 50-year anniversary, and it takes a while before you figure out what works and what doesn't. So the Valley's had a while to mature, and now if folks come out, and if you haven't been out to Temecula recently, yeah, you're going to find out it may not be the same world you remember because, yes, things have matured. They, you know, it takes a while to figure these things out. So speaking of what, so let's talk about this. Okay, slow down. Slow down. Okay. We're talking to Leroy Guilford. He's here from 
Yes, we gotta, we gotta take out your notepad because I tend to rattle. We've got to tell them who we're talking to and why we're talking to uh, you. We're talking to Leroy Guilford. He is with, well, Ch- Ch- Chapin Family Vineyards, uh, but here to talk about everything. And every once in a while, Peter actually on another station, so we can't mention it. But You can Peter, mention anything you want. P- P- Peter comes in and sits in for me yeah. every once in a while on Wine Country on Talk the, Radio. On the yeah, so. Answer, yeah, AM 590. Out of San Bernardino. Yeah, the Wine That's Country right. Talk Radio so. station. Out in the middle of... Uh, uh, what, what, no, the, the Inland Empire is not that far oh, away from Orange No, I County, love the Inland Empire. <laughs> Our phone calls, if it wasn't for my good friends in the Inland Empire in Orange County. I mean, we've done everything, and it's Inland Empire that loves the angels. Therefore, that's my listeners, so I love it. Yeah, you got it. Okay, I mean, come so. on. I'm talking about a Mexican restaurant in uh, Hemet. I mean, who else would do uh, that? Right, right. <laughs> and, and a Mexican restaurant that I know and love yeah, that so calamari steak they yeah, make. Yeah, we yes. kind of put together the okay, dots there. So, so no, yeah, we, so, we talk about You everything. know, since you are talking restaurants, let's tootle on down the road, because in Temeca, there's two that are really faves of mine. So if people have never been to Gourmet Italia, it's okay. in the little tower plaza right off of Yanez and Rancho California Road, literally right off the freeway. To me, maybe one of the best premier Italian restaurants in Southern California, especially if they go down through their specials and say, wow, boy, you go, stop right there, Leroy told me. That's what you need to get, okay, with a better risotto. And they have 27 different uh, wineries, wines from local. So they're one of the few restaurants around where you can literally go and experience experience the local wines in the restaurant yeah and, you know they'll give you nice recommends and so on the other place place over in old town called the gambling cowboy and they're kind of more all what well, you might gather from a name like gambling cowboy you know steak seafood americana kind of style and they do what they do there very very well so have you been yeah. now i'm looking at this and I, I i i you brought me this brochure have you been to the cave Wine Cave at the Palo Resort. I have not. Now, I've heard a lot of stuff about it, and I just, for whatever reason, haven't gotten there. And then the other one, Pachanga, of course. Have you dined there? I have. As a matter of fact, the steak restaurant there is really quite renowned. Yes, very much. Because I hear those commercials on there, and I just think, is it really that good? You know know what? I I didn't feel like I didn't get my money's worth. So, Mm. you know. Okay. So we're going to take a break. When we, Wait, we still have to taste a couple of oh, these wines. Well, okay, here. thank you. But we got to take a break, and we're going to have to. We're going to. We're not going to have to. We're going to take a break, break. and we're going to talk to <laughs> Deb Bell. I'm going to hope when she's when we come back from the break, and I know she's going to uh, tell me the correct pronunciation. And I've met her, Deb Bell versus vers, Lewis. First Lewis. She's got a long name. She does have a long name. You know, you should ask her to say it for you. She's going to say it for me. She's with Smart and Final. Do you have Smart and Finals down there in Temecula? We do. Well, good. Yes. You know, they have one in Hamlet, too, since we were talking about that. Yeah, (laughs) Hamlet. And that's where you said you lived? Yes, I'm on the west end of that. Okay. Well, we're going to take a break when we come back more with uh, Leroy and the the wines that... uh, you brought all all reds, I see. I think. Yes, of okay. course. All right. It's Peter Dills. It's Dining with Dills, Radio AMA 30, KLA. Where were you while we were getting high? Someday you will find me. Angels Radio AMA 30, KLAA. When you really want Italian food, by now you know you've got to go to Columbo's. And when you want to bring in the New Year's right, it's Columbo's Italian Steakhouse and Jazz Club, Colorado Boulevard, Eagle Rock. 
There's a reason Columbo's is known as that little neighborhood place you wish was down the street from you. It's because Columbo's does it right. And for New Year's, they pull out all the stops. Great jazz, scrumptious steaks and fish specialties, your favorite libations, Columbo's family recipe Italian treats, and don't forget the meatballs. Columbo's for New Year's, of course. 323-254-9138. New Year's resolution number one, call Columbo's. 323-254-9138. And start the new year right. Columbo's. Manja. For all your parties and celebrations this season, skip the supermarket and head straight to Smart and Final for amazing party supplies, farmer's market freshness, club sizes, and prices up to 25% lower than supermarkets for every meal. Now, Farmer John Fresh Never Frozen Spiral Sliced Bone-In Hams are just $1.69 a pound with an additional $25 minimum purchase, limit one. And five-pound bags of russet potatoes are just 89 cents. Real savings at Smart and Final. Prices good through December 24th. See store for details. Hey everybody, it's Peter Deals for Sapporo Beer. It's the number one selling Asian beer in the United States. It's contemporary, it's stylish, it's food friendly, and it's legendary. Sapporo stands out from the crowd. Since its creation in 1876, Sapporo has been crafted using only the finest ingredients. Sapporo maintains its rich brewing tradition and historical taste profile, which were first modeled after the Bavarian purity law. I love it. When it's warm outside, there's nothing better than a cold Sapporo. This portion of Dining with Dills and the Poor Man is brought to you by Gladstones of Long Beach, home of the coldest Sapporo beer this side of the Mississippi. We're just going to sit back and enjoy some holiday songs. Happy Holidays. From Angels Radio AMA 30 KLAA. Merry Christmas to from Peter Dills on KLAA Sunday. We're here for about 10 more minutes. And then next week, Saturday, and then uh, when we start the new year, I have been told that we'll get our 5 o'clock slot back. Um, We have Deb. She's on line 5. Deb, are you there? Hey, Peter. How are you? I'm good. I butchered your name. It's actually much simpler than it sounds, but I appreciate the uh, the effort. It's Deb Bell versus Luce. What? <laughs> Deb Bell. It's Deb Bell versus Luce. Versus Luce. Okay, because mm-hmm. I was reading Lewis versus Luce. Right. Deb Bell well, versus Luce. Okay, we'll, we'll stick with that. So Smart and Final <laughs> has been around for 140 years. 145 this year, actually. Whoops. Yeah. Smart and Final has been around for 145 years. <laughs> That's how, right. How did it That's start? Right. I mean, wh- how did was there a smart and was there a final, <laughs> or was it, there, or was it some guy named Smart and he goes, "That's final," or there has to be know, a story to so it. There's so many theories, and and it's funny because people think you know it's because it's smart shopping, right? Which okay. which we like to have fun with as well. But what a lot of people don't know is that it, it was actually a couple of guys by the name of Smart and Final. Okay. So our founders were Jim Smart and Hildane Final. Jim Smart and what? Hildane, Hildane Final. Final. Okay. And now 100, 145 years. Um, it's kind of funny because I have to drive, I get to drive on the 57 freeway here to Anaheim on the Sunday afternoon. And there wasn't one, there were two Smart and Final <laughs> trucks 
Uh, and I thought, well, this is uh, omen, or this has to be some kind of kismet here that we have Deb here from Smart and Final on the show today. Uh, we've been talking the last couple weeks that if you go to Smart and Final and you've got a deal going on, if you go and you spend enough money, you get a gift card or no, you get a yeah a gift card to something else, um, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, there's there are so many different deals going on at any given time. I know we we saw you, um, you and I connected recently when we were celebrating our 145th anniversary, right. and we had um, a wine and beer and cheese tasting at our Burbank store. Mm-hmm. We were kicking off our sweepstakes to give That's away right. a smart car. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we're going to be announcing the winner to that pretty soon here, and then also every single store will have someone win a $145 smart cash card oh. as well. But yeah, at any given time, every store has, you know, we have deals going on, we have some sort of promotion, um, and we're always giving back to the community too, which is something that I know I feel very good about working here in particular, is the the extreme focus on community. You know, but you you just mentioned we did meet at the Burbank Smart and Final Extra. What is that? What is Extra and why? Yeah. So, you know, Smart and Final, like you said, it's been around for 145 years. But, you know, the reason it's been around for so long is because it's adapted to the changing needs of the neighborhoods and uh-huh. um, in which it serves. And value really is the biggest thing for people. Um, and value can be defined in a lot of ways. But in about 2008, we introduced the Smart and Final Extra stores. So, you know, people in L.A. probably are familiar with Smart and Final from years and years of having what we call our legacy stores. Mm -hmm. Those service a lot of businesses and organizations. We have bulk um, bulk size and prices with restaurant quality. But what we've done with our extra stores is added in more smaller, convenient household sizes and more fresh produce and natural and organic. So whether you are a church or an organization or a business, or you're, you know, picking up your daily groceries, you can get everything you need in kind of a one-stop shop. You know, and we're, if you've been listening to the show for the last 45 minutes, we've been talking about statistics. And Pasadena, that's where I live, Pasadena mm-hmm. has the second most per capita restaurants in California. San Francisco is number one. My point oh. is there's a ton of restaurants in Pasadena. There's two Smart and Finals, and when I go into Smart and Final, there's always somebody that I know that owns a restaurant or works at a restaurant getting stuff at Smart and Final. That's great to hear. I love that. I, I know they, you know, we have businesses that come in daily and know our managers, and our managers know them by name because it is such a regular occurrence. They come in every day and pick up whatever they need fresh to run their businesses. But you've you've switched things around a little bit now because it Smart and Final to me was always, you know, bulk buying. Now you can mm-hmm. just go in a shop. Uh, you know, anybody can just go in and get a banana or get a pound of pears or whatever it is. So Smart and Final has changed, I feel, a little bit. Because, yeah, it was always like, Smart and Final, no, I don't need I don't need uh, five pounds of salsa. <laughs> you don't? No, I don't. Or maybe I, <laughs> I do. But, no, what I'm saying is now when I go in there, it's changed. The demographics of the shopper has changed. Now it's people that are... Because it's, you know, faster. You can go in there, you can park, you can get your stuff and get out. Um, Before it was always you were behind somebody that had like, you know, that owns a restaurant and that had a shopping cart full of 
goods. Right, right. You know, it's interesting. I actually was in the store working on the day before Thanksgiving. We all uh, step out of the corporate office to help out the stores because it's one of the busiest days of the year. And I found the the number one item that was being sold in stores was these huge um, boxes of peanut oil oh. that people were buying. Oh. So the day before Thanksgiving, everyone's getting ready to fry their turkey or prepare for, for groups of people. And it kind of comes in handy that you can pick up you know, your your smaller sizes as well as something like that. that I thought you, you were going to say can't a far- find anywhere else. I thought you were going to say a Farmer John spiral ham. There is that. <laughs> we love our Farmer John. Well, what, before we let you go, tell us two things. What differentiates you from other stores, and how do we? How do our listeners get more information on Smart and Final? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, you can always get more information on our website at smartandfinal.com. Um, We actually just revamped it and are in the process of updating it um, so that you can get as much as you need in terms of where stores are and information, as well as on social media. But, you know, we're we're really, we like to think we're a unique store. We're, We're two shops in one stop. So for somebody that, you know, is either a business or an organization, if you support your church or your little league, you can pick up club sizes. Um, and restaurant quality goods without a membership. Mm-hmm. Um, That's important. And you can also pick up your household items at 25% lower in price than supermarkets. Boom. You said it. Jen, thanks for the phone call. Smart and final. I'll be there this week. Thanks. Good to talk to you. I promise I'll be there this week. How's that? <laughs> Love it. All right. Hope to thanks. See you soon. All right. Bye bye. Merry Christmas. All right. So we're almost out of time. Um, and this guy, if I let him go, he's going to take up the rest of the three minutes. But what did we miss, or what did we see, or what did we hear? Gadget uh, gal that I forgot the gadgets. Yeah, if, if you're just tuning in now, um, <laughs> Peter forgot to bring gadgets for me. Yes. Um, so we don't get a gadget review. Um, uh, Deb called in from Smart and Final. Uh, there was much talk about pigs, and uh, we had our lovely guests also, Leroy. Um, and thanks, Alejandro. Alex. Was here. Yeah, and and Alex was here. He's he's also my favorite. I'm yeah. always here. He's good. <laughs> and Leroy, for more information on Chapin Family Vineyards. All right, you go out the 15, either up from San Diego or down from LA and in, Inland Empire. Get off at Rancho California Road, 11 miles all the way out to 360 84 Summitville Street. We're open 10 to 5 daily. When we will be there? closed New Year's. When I'm there, there Wednesday through Sunday. Because I only want to With the exception of this Sunday, because I was here for you. Oh, so, okay. okay. Well, do you get credit? Do I get credit <laughs> as it? Well, well, you, you know, well, I'll tell you what. If they come in and say, I heard you on Peter Dills, I will, will give them a complimentary cheese plate when they do a paid mm. tasting. Did How's you pick that? the cheese? So, no, it's boar's head. So, well, that's good. It's a little tray of you know, some yummy stuff to munch on. So. No, I like boar's head. Can, can we... Touch on these wines like lickety split. We didn't make We're it. out of time. Okay. Out of time. We okay. got one minute well, left. Well, you have to come out and try Alianico Montepulciano, baby, and Tanat. And that's okay, Leroy so. from the Chapin Family Vineyards. Next week we'll be here on Saturday, but I've been promised that the show will go back to Sundays in January. And where does the time go? But you know radio. I know. It just goes, it flies by. Just come back next week. We'll we'll do it every week. It's Peter Dills. It's Dining with Dills. If you missed anything, go to my website, peterdills.com. And I want to, no, I'll be here on Christmas Eve. That's right. Peter Dills, Dining with Dills, AM830K. Thank you, Mr. Peter. You bet.